we finally got Naima on a podcast, man. How you doing? What, what you been up to? You know, I can't complain. Um, have been doing a lot of analyzing myself with all that's been going on. Um, in lieu of Corona, it's still a lot of big moves that's being made with the free agency, the draft, um, you know, getting forward and geared up towards the season, which I'm looking forward to and I hope still happens. But all right. just to unravel. Just to give people an idea, this right here, I, I met her about a year ago, Naima. This is my good sis. I don't know if there's anybody ever that I can think of that I talk sports with like her because she is damn near a GM herself. Um, <laughs> she loves the Saints, like loves the Saints, like rain, sleet, snow, hell, apocalypse. She loves the Saints. Okay, and no trading. Even though she lives down the street from the Falcons, but she, but she hates them. Like that. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, yeah. To, let's jump right into this draft. So let's talk. What did you see in the first? I guess what? Or actually, no. What things stood out to you the most about the draft as a whole? Well, let me just go ahead and tell you that my shockers in this draft. Yeah, shockers off the bat. Jordan Love. Amen. Um, a freaking man. Yeah, going in the first round to Green Bay. Um, a lot of people don't like that move, being that Aaron Rodgers has never received any weapons um, from an offensive standpoint to help him out. So it's kind of like now, wow, with Jordan Love, it's like, okay, so now my successor is here, but who is about to help me while I'm you know, still here. And what's crazy is this um, morning, Brett Favre did an interview stating that uh, he doesn't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to finish his career in Green Bay. Was that and this morning like, or was that yesterday? No, nah, it was this morning. But here's the crazy thing with it, though, with him saying that statement. He's like, this is off the record. Um, I don't have any facts, but I'm almost mm-hmm. certain. So it was kind of like contradictory. He's like, so do you know or do you not know? Um, but even him just speaking on, you know, Aaron Rodgers' career in general is just kind of ironic because when this happened to him uh he was pissed about it you know mm-hmm. <laughs> he wasn't happy about it himself and it's like so now you want to speak on what's going on now with him but i think that's mentor i mean but i think with in far's case he's speaking from experience because this is exactly what happened to him like you said like true it is it is the same thing that happened with him but just because he you know, himself wanted to leave and venture out and, you know, do whatever. It's just like, I don't I don't see anywhere, honestly, that Aaron could go that would set him up to be a Super Bowl contending team. You know, all of the spots that's really Super Bowl worthy right now from a quarterback aspect, they're already kind of solidified. I'm sure there's many teams that would be more than willing to make room for him, but I do agree with you that Jordan Love was kind of the most surprising one. And not so much that they drafted him. It's the fact that in the other six rounds, and they had plenty of picks, not one of them them was a receiver. But he did get a tight end and a running back. Okay, he did get a tight end and a running back. But, I mean, this is a – I mean, the man needs something. and Oh, no, but for sure he needs weapons. Um, But I will say this, for him not to have had the best season last year – I mean, his team was pretty much holding it up for it. Like, Devontae Adams is a dog. 
Yes, he is. Like, and Geronimo you know, Allison is not a scrub. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, like, they, his team was, like, actually kind of carrying him then, like last season. All the other seasons, it has been Aaron Rodgers. He's been running the table. When that man said, bet, I'm going to run the table, we're going to make it to the playoffs, that's what he do. He really do. But last season, I don't know. It was the first time that I seen this man on Thursday night football throw an interception when he needed a completed pass to win the game. I'm like, well, I've never seen Aaron Rodgers do that before. And last year, he finally had a an at least competent defense. Oh, facts. I will say that. the And that's what I'm saying. As far as, so, what I looked up was from the year 2005, mm-hmm. when he was drafted, that was the last time that Green Bay, in the first round, selected an offensive player. That was the last time. Every other year since then, their first round pick has, except for, of course, this year, has always been a defensive player. So, mm-hmm. you would think right now their defense should have been stacked, like how it was last year. Their, their defense is pretty solid, right. honestly. Um, and they like added to it, I think. Some, I think they added to. I think they added to it. I can't remember who they picked, but they added some some guys on defense too. So on, yeah, they did. They picked up. Um, I can't remember what round it was that they picked somebody up, but they definitely did pick up uh, another defensive weapon. Yeah, but um, um, yeah, in the fifth round, yeah, they picked up a linebacker. Yeah, that yeah fifth and generally the third, fourth, and fifth rounds they said are where majority of team rosters are built. So that guy right. could figure to be a huge contract, especially when injuries mount and stuff later in seasons. That that could be a big deal depending on who the guy is. I, I, I can't sure. remember, I can't remember his name at the moment, but yeah. Speaking of defense, actually an actual segue in the defense. Uh-huh. The um the team that I've been flirting with fandom with in the Washington Redskins. Finally, finally, finally did right by their fans. And they drafted Chase Young. Which, I mean, everybody knew they were going to do it. But, like, something about this draft just feels different because we got a new regime in town in at coaching. I mean, the owner's still Dan Snyder. But, well, and I was going to say, as far as coaching-wise, Rob Rivera, like, Damn he's very coach. solid. Yeah. Um, you put in Chase Young back with, uh, you know, Haskins, that's going to be huge. They compare Chase Young actually to the Bosa brothers, which is, I mean, you know, I guess because they all went to Ohio or whatever. No, but, no, um, if you watch if you watch them all play, to, and they all played together for like one year. Uh, right. Nick and Chase, they played next to each other, but Nick got hurt, and so Chase took over. But he definitely, like, Ohio State always puts dominant defensive line into the league. Like, that's been something, that's been a calling card of theirs. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so... Yeah, the, like I said, the only problem I have with the Redskins comes from the the head, honestly, with mm-hmm. Dan Snyder. I believe earlier uh, in the season when they were going through all of their woes and coaching problems, all that. Um, when I just he came out and said, "Yeah, he came out and said that there's no culture problem with Washington," and I just think that was really crazy for him to come out and say that because obviously there was. I mean, you no, have that... a coach that didn't even. Sorry, go ahead. that was uh, Bruce Allen, who we fired finally. Bruce Allen said that. Yeah, we and we fired his ass. <laughs> you know, <laughs> finally, I'm I'm so happy that we got that man out of here. And, yeah, that's right. And also, shout out to Trent Williams for spearheading that movement. You know, I will always have love for Trent Williams for getting Bruce Allen fired, even no matter where he goes in his career, no matter how ugly the end of his time here was. <laughs> He's always the guy that got Bruce Allen out of here. 
Yeah. So he always yeah. got he's got a he's got a place in Redskins fandom for 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 a while. Oh lord, you not know. Redskins fandom. Well, I guess, friend, you about to be a, a real Redskins fan again? You've been teetering. Hey, th- did you see the year we had last year? That don't matter. It can't be a fair weather. And did you see the year we had the last ten years? I mean, aside from like, <laughs> aside from like two or three seasons, the last ten yeah. years under Dan Snyder has been a hot mess, and like. I'm not the only one that's felt that way, so, you know. But this this draft feels different because you know Chase Young is a hometown guy. He's from wow. Upper Marlboro, Maryland, which is like a 15 minute drive from the stadium. You know, uh-huh. he this D line they have is freaking ridiculous. You know, because you got four first round picks on that, and then you got a fifth round pick who led the who had like 10 sacks a season ago. You still yeah. got. You know, you still have um, the back end. They brought a Kendall Fuller back. They got some guys. They got Landon Collins at safety. Like, if there are a couple pieces away, at least on defense, mm-hmm. of really like in that division, at least really making they shape. I think. Okay, well, you're talking about from a defensive standpoint, but you understand in order to make it to a championship team where defense can win it for you, your offense got to do something. So, what do you think Dwayne Haskins is gonna do? I want that man to be great so bad because I'm tired of DC media and tired of everybody scrutinizing his every single move. Like this man. What I didn't like about what they did last year to him is you know how they ushered in Daniel Jones from New York and they made this whole hurrah for him that made people romanticize him being their quarterback. Dwayne Haskins didn't get that. He was thrown into the fire by his coach. Yep. He was, you know, and then even when he went out there to perform, he still tried to do what he had to do. He wasn't horrible. You know, he was just working under a coach who didn't want him to perform well. Right. And, yep. but now he got a bad rep because of it. You know? Exactly. Yeah. He, what happened to him kind of reminded me of what happened to Nick Foles when he first came out. What happened to Andy Dalton when he first came out. It's like the same thing. They, yep. Yeah. These are talented quarterbacks under the right coaching. Which brings me to my boy Jameis coming to New Orleans. You know that that man. move right there is huge. That move is so big because not only are we going to be able to coach him and guide him properly, because you know everybody says, "Oh, Bruce Arians is the the quarterback whisperer. He can do this. He can do that." Yeah, but see, not only does he have a coach that can train him, he also has somebody who he can like really look up to. Who was he looking up to there in Tampa? You know, yeah, from a quarterback aspect. Nobody. Everybody was looking up to him, essentially. Exactly. Exactly. Which is why, and I will say, you know, for the people out there that say, that don't, like, really like Jameis and likes to bring up his past a lot or whatever like that, that's really flawed to me. And it really only happens to black quarterbacks. And I hate that because, I mean, you know, we all have done things in the past or whatever like that. So how he acted and the Mm -hmm. things that he did and stuff that he even might have said in the past, I don't feel like that should be a true testament of his character and who he is today. Like, even how he handled Tom Brady coming in and everything that he had to say, like, it was it, it was very, like, a like class act, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, how he feels now, he's ready to really embrace his backup role yep. uh, with the Saints. And then, not only that, but I feel like he's really optimistic towards the future under his coaching because this one year, you know, you don't know what could happen with him, what position he can land. Clearly, in the league, there is a need for quarterbacks, a lot of places. And not only that, but I even think that it from this aspect as well. We get somebody who was an inside man from Tampa, you know? Like, of course, the players are going to be different. Tom Brady being there is going to make a difference as far as, as, far as like, play calling and whatnot. But, I mean, he worked under Bruce Arians. So, 
he still knows how this man, you know, is trying to orchestrate this team to be a Super Bowl contender. And then the other thing, the other thing too with Jameis that I love about this move is that with the Tampa thing, for example, this man Jameis had blurry vision and threw 30 (laughs) touchdowns. And and I said this on Twitter, he threw 30 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. And yeah, he threw 30 interceptions, but he threw 30 touchdowns and 5,000 yards and he couldn't even see. This yeah. man got LASIK eye surgery to fix his eyes. He's going to sit under Sean Payton and Drew Brees for a year. Maybe yeah. not even that long because you know Drew gets hurt every now and then. This man is going to come. Um, no, no, no. I'm not even trying I to be know. funny. I'm not trying to be funny. Like, he got hurt last year, remember? And Teddy the had the first year. The... They never got hurt. Okay. All right. Well, if it happens once, it can happen again. <laughs> no. Now who we drafted. That was the purpose of... While we drafted who we drafted. But that was a freak um, that was a freak injury last year. He hit his thumb and broke his thumb like while throwing a ball. Like you you don't plan for that. That that's not one of the things. No, injuries he wasn't well, for. he was trying to throw the ball, but uh Donald came in. That's who did the injury. But yeah, anyway, but the point is, Jameis gets to sit behind this dude and learn with his new fixed vision and his and, and all this stuff. This man is coming with a vengeance in twenty twenty one, maybe even before that. To move on though, to move on. My 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 thing watching this draft, like just the whole thing of it. Um, I think the 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 team that had the best draft out of anybody was the Ravens. It's just the rich getting richer with them. Literally, <laughs> like, that's my top my top five teams in the draft. The Ravens are number one. They, I mean, you got a bomb linebacker. It's not fair. Queen. <laughs> it's not you fair know? at all. Yeah, like you. Dobbins. Dobbins was a running. steal. Dobbins was a steal. I'm just like, oh my god! Like I wanted us, I wanted the Redskins to get him. Get? Yeah, and then yeah. then the the two receivers you got James Prochet from SMU, you got Devin DeVernay from Texas. You already have Hollywood Brown. You already have Miles Boykin. You got Mark Andrews at tight end. Right. And 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 now you add Dobbins Ingram coming back. Ingram coming back, and now you add Dobbins Healthy. to Ingram. You got an MVP right. in Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and they are, also drafted a defensive lineman and a wide receiver from Texas. Yeah, the Texas receiver. I said him already. Um, what's the lineman? Who's the lineman? Matta Matta Bouquet, I think. Mm, I think so. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from Texas A and M. I'm like, yo. And then they got Calais Campbell in free agency. They 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 um they resigned everybody pretty much. Like Marcus Peters is mm-hmm. back. J- Jimmy Smith mm-hmm. is back. Um, Zede- um, Judon who made a Pro Bowl last year, he's back. Like this is not fa- they. Let me. Just it's an arms race between them Marcus and Kansas Peters. City. What I like about how the Ravens used Marcus Peters that the Rams didn't is they used him to his strengths, you know? Right. The Rams weren't doing that. And look when he got traded to the Ravens and how, like, he was, like, hawking quarterbacks, you know, like. Yeah, they let him that, play on his instinct, and he had, like, four right. pick sixes, whereas the Rams were trying to make him a, a, a shutdown corner and lock up right. the side of the field. Which is fair because yeah. I mean on the other side you got I mean at the time they had a keep to leave on the other side so like you figure that's true you know that's true you cover both sides of the field yeah but but yeah. the Ravens like like no we we have three all pro, two more all pro cornerbacks and and an yeah. all pro safety in Earl Thomas like you know we don't need to do that we just let yeah. you do and that's the other thing he was a he was a he he was given the luxury to do that because of all the talent around him right I mean not to say he didn't right. have that in L A but. You know, Baltimore, I mean, come on now. <laughs> it was 
<laughs> it was okay. like, yo. And they were playing with the leads they were playing with because Lamar and them would jump out on people. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. next year is going to be interesting because now, you know, Tom Brady's out of the way in the AFC. So now it's like, it truly is Pat Mahomes' world and Lamar is up there. We're going to see those two Well, I don't know. The Bills just got some heat. Stephon Diggs is there now. I don't trust I don't... Josh Allen. I do not. I do I, not. I, let me tell you why I do. Um, Literally last year in the playoffs against the Texans, Josh Allen definitely lost that game. Right. But now you are getting a more seasoned quarterback that now he's not as anxious as he was then. Literally, he had so many opportunities to win that playoff game. It was ridiculous to me that he just kept throwing the ball away. And I kept telling myself, I was like, he's going to throw an interception. And lo and behold, true enough, he finally threw an interception because it was he was just – he wasn't making smart decisions with the ball. He was – like I said, he was acting, like, very anxious. Right. But I feel like now that he's gotten that out the way, now this is when his poise can kick in because he's had that experience before. So it's like, okay, I've been on this platform. I've been on the stage. What did I do last time that went wrong? So what can I do this time? You know, I am in on on him. I am. I think that they now have the workings and the weaponry to actually, I mean, think about it. In the AFC, uh, East, who, who is going to, to trump them? I mean, the AFC East, nobody, but... I mean, we got Miami, but they're not formidable. We don't, they haven't, you know. They yeah, we don't know what they are yet. What, 11 picks in the draft? So yeah. they picked up some people, some nice weapons, but it's just like, they're even still, with Tua, yeah. Tua's not even, they, people don't even know if he's going to be starting next year. You know, they want to redshirt him for a year, just like they did Pat Mahomes, just to ensure that this man is healthy to be their future, which means who do they still play? Fitzpatrick. We know what Fitzpatrick is about. He got three good games out of Fitzpatrick, and then he goes back to doing what he does. He's really Jacqueline Hyde. So, yeah. I got them coming out the AFC East. Um, yeah, no, they're they they're, a, they're they definitely got a nice defense. They're definitely coming out the AFC East, but the AFC as a whole, I do not trust the Bills yet. Like, I just I feel like they're still a year away with with yeah. Allen, with Josh Allen, you know. But speaking of the Dolphins, I have to be a I have to stay in the Dolphins now because they got a black head coach, a black GM, really? yes. and yes. they got Tua now. Even though he's probably not going to start this year, but mm-hmm. I mean, you got. The big, what, what do you call it? You got the big three right there: a black head coach, a black yep. GM, and a quarterback of color. I'm a Dolphins fan on the side now. <laughs> Literally, I wasn't gonna say looking at the draft. It was like I can't. How do I not root for them? You know, what I'm saying? I, I, just, I gotta root for them. And they got too um, many picks to screw up. Like, I mean, you can't screw up that many picks. 11, that's what I'm saying. And, like, I mean, they did impossible. what they needed to do. They literally were, like, kind of even-weighted when it came to, like, offensive and defensive picks. Like, they got guards, defensive tackle, safety, uh, offensive tackle. Quarterback, of course. Tua. They got like, guard in the interior. They had three first-round picks. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, they did what they needed to do last season. And here's the crazy part about that as well. I don't – people want to say that the Dolphins tanked. The Dolphins set themselves up for a position to do exactly what they did this year in the draft. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They fell where they needed to fall to get a good quarterback and tour. Honestly, a healthy tour, I put over Joe Burrow. Like, no yeah. lie. Yeah. You know? Yep. And so they, they fell where they needed to fall. Um, on top of that, they just they even I feel like, last year with no weapons, think yeah. about it. And they last game against the Patriots, they beat them when the Patriots needed to win that game. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I feel like the beginning of the year they they were going to tank and then tanking got too ridiculous. Because, like, it was blatantly obvious. Yeah. And then yeah. after a while, yeah. people stood up and were like, all right, enough is enough. Yeah. And they won a few games, but not, but just enough to, like, oh, you know, mental notes for next year, but also stay stay in good graces in the draft. 
So, and then the guy that they got fell right to them anyway. Like, they got lucky because had... They really did. I really because thought... People were thinking that they were going to try to trade up. Yeah. Or whatever like that to get to her. So, with them not trading up and people knowing that they wanted to her, you know, I mean, with De- De- Detroit knowing, like, are they still really all in on Stafford? I don't know, you know? He was hurt last year. Um, I do think Stafford is a good fit for Detroit, but... He's you know, 10 years in the game now, so, you I mean, time is running out on him. It, that's what I'm saying. So, Detroit really, if they wanted to, they really could have picked up two, you know? They could have, And yeah. then the Dolphins could have been like, oh, wow. Well, no, I thought they were going to fall for all the, oh, he's injured and his hip and we don't know what's going on with him. I really no, thought they were going to draft. they made decision way too many times before. They did that with Drew Brees, remember? And that's what I'm saying. I thought they were going to make a do it again. I thought history was going to repeat itself and they were going to draft Justin Herbert. But they no, didn't. Shout they out to them. And like I said, I can't wait for when Miami is back to back. Wow. I don't know if they've ever. Well, it's been decades. But I can't wait till Miami is kind of back in the picture again for all the reasons I've made. I just hope that the black coach and GM can yeah. stick it through the end and they don't have a short leash like most black coaches no, do. No, I know. Or that they allowed them the time to grow adequately enough Together. before they want to start making change. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. You know what they're reminding me of with their draft picks? Not from a playing aspect because we don't know how everything's going to come together, but just from like the draft picks and whatnot. But I said this last year, about this year, this upcoming season, the Cardinals are going to be nice. This is before they even got Hopkins. I was like, they're going to be nice, right? Right. The Cardinals going to be nice. The Dolphins next year, I feel like, are going to be like the Cardinals. They're going to be competitive, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like as far as them coming together, that's not going to happen this season. But next season, I feel like they really are going to be able to give people a run for their money within their division. Yeah, it all depends on Tua, though. It just all depends on him. Some This was one of the deepest drafts I've seen in a while. Like, some of them later rounds, people were still, like, it was still some, some, some guys where you're like, yo, these dudes are going to come in and make some things happen. Like, but my, my thing... Yeah. 36 wide receivers were drafted. Yes, I know. That's crazy. That's crazy. But that's, that's because like, this draft class was wide receiver heavy. That's how deep I this mean, re- receiving class was. Yeah, this receiving class was heavy. Heavy. And not um, one of them went to Green Bay. But that's something else. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but How do you feel about, um, coming from a tight end's perspective, Moss? This was a weak draft. You all but picking up Moss. I wanted us to do that. I, I thought we were going to draft him in the seventh as opposed yeah. to like just coming up on him. Yeah. You know, but I like that pick. I don't know if he's going to, like, I, I don't know what their plans are for him. Like, mm. especially since he wasn't drafted. Like, it's it's hard to make the roster when you're not drafted. Right, right. Um, But, right. I mean, but our tight end cupboard is so bare. Like, he could really come in and, like, it's a mm. dire situation for us. Especially now that, like, that. O.J. Howard got re-signed by the Bucks. So, like, there's nobody out there. So I'm like, you know, this I know. this man I has. I thought they were gonna a... let him go, but they picked up his fifth year option. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, this this is as good of a situation as Thaddeus Mollis can walk into because it's like it's yeah. wide, wide open. Like I know you say you didn't like it because it's the Redskins, which I understand, <laughs> but I'm like, this is as good of a position. I mean, as good as a situation as any undrafted player could walk into. Like this is wide freaking open for him to walk in and yeah. take the spot, and that, I think he's gonna true. do it. Yeah, that's facts. He's going to surprise uh, some people. I want to get into your your division rival team uh, <laughs> with Both the Cowboys. Them. Cowboys, see, just like Stephen A. Smith said, they're an accident waiting to happen. You know, I will never... <laughs> 
praise the Cowboys for anything. I will slander but, like, the Cowboys every chance I get. But I, but, but, hold on, but I love that pick. The thing that's so crazy about it is, is that Jerry wasn't pressed really to get CD Lamb until he saw that the Eagles pick was up next. The Eagles tried so to trade he, up to get him. No, the Eagles had to trade up to get Jalen. No, I'm saying they tried to trade up to get CD. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. And, but Jerry knew that they had their eye on CD Lamb, and so instead of letting that weaponry go to the Eagles, he was like, well, let's just get him ourselves. But here's the crazy thing. The Cowboys don't need them. Of their eight, right, of their eight like top-tier defensive players, they let four walk. Yeah, including one of the best corners in the NFL. One that I don't understand. Like, now, I will say, in the fourth round, they picked up a corner. Yeah, in the second but, round, too. They picked up Trey Brown, too. Right, they got digs. Shout out to the I DMV. I wanted so bad. I was so sick over that pick because I wanted the Saints to get a cornerback. So, don't get me wrong. P.J. Williams, not a scrub. Don't get me wrong. Right. But he be getting beat. Like, I mean, Trayvon, so, Trayvon kind of sort of did. They say he struggles with technique, but this is this was only like his second year truly playing corner since, yeah. since like high school. Oh, he had to switch. No, it was his first year. It was his first year. He had to switch. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. When he switched, the first time he broke his foot, so he had to miss a bunch of games. And then that's why he came back for his senior year. And his senior year, he made All-American. And then he went to yeah. the and he went to Yeah, the no, he did ball out. Yeah. Which I'm like, yeah, you know, because I, I I saw him in high school because he's from around here. Mm-hmm. So he, he was a receiver. I thought he was going to play receiver at Bama. I thought but, so, too. But that, I mean, but that happens a lot, though. A lot of guys do that. Like, yeah. So, you know, he and he played corner, and, he, and he's just as good of a corner as he was defense. So that that was a good pick for them, but like yeah, like we said, I thought they were going to thing. Now switching over to the Eagles, man, the funniest two of the two some some very questionable moves were made on their part. First of all, it's Justin Jefferson was available, and they chose to go with Jalen Rieger, who's not a scrub, but he's not Justin Jefferson. Uh, first of all, let me tell you about Rieger and why that pick for the Eagles. I was kind of like eh about. First and foremost, Justin Jefferson was available. It doesn't even matter. That's why I'm, yeah, that is first and foremost. But with them picking him, <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand. But his his stats from 2018 to 2019, they what? dropped tremendously. Yeah. Like, his, his receptions dropped by, like, 29. His yardage decreased by, like, 450. I don't really get that pick for them. But sometimes, I sometimes I think some, some people understand, like, the situation you're in, like, where it might have been a quarterback change, like, it's all kinds of the same with Jordan Love with him, like his interception numbers Wait. went up his oh, last yeah. year because he lost his old coordinator. He lost like two or three receivers. He lost some other people. Like situations around you can impact you too. So that's probably I'll, I mean I'll give you that. that's probably what they were thinking with him. Like oh his numbers went down, but it wasn't indicative of him so much as okay. the situation he was in. Is, I'll give you I mean that. that's I'll give you that. that's the only thing I could think of. Like, you know. But oh my gosh, how are we talking about the Eagles and we don't even bring up Hurt? Oh no, I was That's getting there. You. I was going there. Okay, yeah. okay. I that... as an Eagles, huge. yeah, as an Eagles hater, I love that move. But also as a as a lover of black quarterbacks, I love that move. And also for Jalen Hurts, I love that move because Doug Peterson is a good coach. Great coach. A great coach, actually. Um, but he, yeah. he's been good the last few years. He hasn't been great. Since the no, 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 no. Carson Wentz been good. <laughs> no, <laughs> Carson Wentz crazy. ain't even been on the field. <laughs> <laughs> there was, I saw a joke. It's Jalen Hurts and always hurts for um, for Carson Wentz. Wentz but, though, people were talking about how he was like, oh, he's not going to be 
were trying to say, he's just not a good leader. Mm-hmm. You know, people in the locker room, they don't respond to how they respond to, like, Nick Foles or somebody. They say that he's not really a leader type. They even went so far as to say that people were dropping his passes. I don't know anybody receiver-wise that would just blatantly drop a pass because that makes your stats look bad. Um, I don't. But, I think uh, Nelson Aguilar couldn't help himself. <laughs> that plan <laughs> <man> was, <laughs> you know. Yeah. We're not yeah. going to go there, though. But, oh, yeah. yeah, but... <laughs> Like you say, but, I don't think me, anybody would purposely drop passes. Like, But let me tell you why this move right here is for Jalen Hurts is very good if they use him right. Right. Don't use Hurts just to sit on the bench. Use him like the Saints use Taysom Hill yep. as a gadget player. Increase your RPO, and I, 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 I guarantee you, coming up against teams, they're not going to know how y'all coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You Like, utilize him the way he needs to be utilized at the same time still coach him up because I do feel like Jalen Hurts could be a starting quarterback in the league. I, and he, I feel like that. He will and Philly like Philly knows more than anybody the value of a good backup. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, exactly. Well, when he ain't yeah. completed a full season yet. So in his whole career. His day might be coming sooner than later. Jalen Hurts that's will true. come in and that's the other reason I loved him going there because he's going to play this year. He will play. Yeah. Actually yeah, no, I'm I'm not wishing injury on anyone, but we know Nick Foles' Carson history. Or, or I mean, uh, Carson, Carson yeah, Wentz's history. Like, he's yeah. Injury prone, he's injury sure. prone. And and he misses multiple games. It, it don't be like, oh, you know, he twisted his ankle and he missed a series. He misses part in the game. <laughs> this man <laughs> Not be even a lot. Breaking rib cages and he, he twisted his knee wrong. Like, I'm like, yo, can this yeah. man catch a break? Well, I will say this. And they look at him like an illegitimate Super Bowl point, champion. No, <laughs> Not an illegitimate. Aw, come on. No, that's how people look. That's how people look at him. It's like, yo, he's won a Super Bowl, but it's like it's almost like he wasn't there, so it's almost like he didn't win it. Oh no, I'll give him more credit than that because had he not set the team up for the first place to get him, I mean, in that year he was literally MVP. And it's not fair. I'm saying it's not fair to him that people are doubting him. I'm like, yo, he went 13 and three before he got hurt one year. You know, that's, that's what I'm saying. He set him up to get there. Foles he set him up job. to get there, but now he's got this stigma over his head that, like, yo, he can't finish the season. Like, that's just the thing with him. Well, he's gonna have to block out that noise and show people that he cannot. And with that being said, he also needs to make smarter moves because that time he got hurt and he hurt his knee, he did not have to run that ball in. He did he, not have to. He sure didn't. So him doing that, he got to make smarter moves, which is also what I say about Tua. It's great to have a competitor. You want that in a quarterback for sure. You do, but you also need somebody who knows. When to let that ball go. You know what I'm saying? Right. You about to get crushed out there. These grown men. Or like, when to run can. out of bounds. When to slide. When to go right. down. Like live to fight another day. You know? Uh, take take a page out of Russell Wilson's book. You know, let me knock on wood because I don't want him to get hurt this year. But he is a prime example of he know when to throw away. Like you said, he know when to slide. He know when it's not there. And he when also he know how to get the hell out the way too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, can't touch him. Yeah, that, That's can't, that man be Man. He is a magician. You can't touch him, like at all. You can't. But that's why he's been healthy. You know, exactly. What I'm saying? That's why he, because he makes smart decisions. Like that's a franchise quarterback. Yep. Now go on franchise quarterbacks. I want to get your take on um Dak. Like I said, so the, the franchise <laughs> tag is still lingering <laughs> out there. He got until July fifteenth. Uh, well, they got until July fifteenth to try to make a, a deal. Well, my thing is, drafting CD is going to maybe entice him to stick around a little bit. So, I think he might stick but, around. Uh, you think so? Because, I, like I said, as far as weaponry goes, he was not lacking in that department. And now you get add another one, and you think he's going to sit out? Well, yeah, he no, 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 I don't think he's going to sit out, per se. 
his money, but I guarantee they franchise tag him. If he comes back and plays this year, they don't pay him, he wants out. Oh, yeah. No, and but you know, that's you, the thing. If, if they don't pay him this year, he can leave. He can go. And, and I'm saying he will. I, I promise. I really feel like he will leave because yeah. that's messed up. He's proven himself how many times? And even last year when they were coming out dogging folks until, of course, they played us on uh, Sunday Night Football. They were dogging. But, hold on, hold on. They weren't dogging any. They dogged the Giants, the Dolphins, and the Redskins. And then they lost to y'all. And then they lost to uh, another team with a winning record. And then they lost to the Jets. No, they didn't. Yeah, they, had, they didn't beat anybody. Any they didn't beat anybody. Record. They were feeling but, themselves but after still, beating. But, but even with that being said, regardless of who they was playing, Dak Prescott was still doing what he needed to do. He was putting up numbers. He was, Top you know, five in every category. His, yes, exactly. So the fact that it's like they kept saying week after week, like, oh, they need to go ahead and make a deal because the price will keep going up. Oh, they need to make a deal. You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to who they playing as long as your yard is there, any agent is going to argue, okay, well, irregardless of whatever that was, he was still doing what he needed to do. Right. And he so, will get paid. It's just, I don't know if it will be about Dallas. But that's messed up. And, and it is. To another con- conversation where it's like, why is it that the black players always got to fight for their money? Always. You know? Always. Always. Uh, Henry carried the Titans through the playoffs, literally carried them. And what do they do? Franchise tag him and give Tannehill the contract? Yeah, that was wild. No, that that was free. There is no way you watch that playoff series and say, look, you know what? Ryan Tannehill is the reason we get – there is no way. But the thing, Henry, in, in to just to play devil's advocate, Henry is a yeah. running back. Yeah. So it's a little different for him because he's a running back. Okay, and, so it's different for Christian McCaffrey that got that four-year deal, $16 million. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying, like, that's that's what they'll argue. And even for McCaffrey, some people are going to say that's too much money for a running back. Like, that's hella money. But I understand why they did it. He is the face of the Panthers. So, yeah, it, granted, he is, he's He's the guy they want to build around now. Yeah. Of course. Of, but but even with that being said, okay, y'all want to build around him. And, yeah, he didn't really have a quarterback or whatever like that. The Titans, the same could be saying for the Titans. The Titans still made it to the playoffs. Yeah. So, and the Panthers, honestly, people will sleep on them. Why they first uh, brought in their backup quarterback? Because he he actually was doing a pretty decent job. Folk wasn't talking about them all like for the half of the season last year. They was like a game behind us mm-hmm. for real, for real. Yep. You know. Yep. And uh, then and then they had to do. then they ran into the bat. Then he fell back to earth again when people got yeah, filmed. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, I'm with that. People paid this man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The Panthers paid that man. And he still ain't got y'all to the playoffs. And they're gonna pay the price next year when they find out he's he is what we thought he is. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He's... Yeah. Or or it could be like the Cowboys situation. They paid Dak all that money. I mean, not Dak. Um, Zeke all that money, and they didn't even use him. He was getting like three carries a game. After you get your money from a, a player standpoint, you settle that. Now you want your rings. No, I know. And Zeke knows he has what it takes to actually help get that team there. Half of them games that they lost, they could have won. With Zeke getting more carries. Yeah, I mean, was not giving him the ball. But it, there was plenty of other things with the Cowboys. The Cowboys are the Cowboys. They do stupid <laughs> things. What well, can go wrong will go wrong, huh? You know, yeah. And Jerry Jones and the circus show that they got down there, like that's. I mean, that and Jerry Zeke. Jones is the reason that they will not get a Super Bowl. Right. He need to sit down and let Steven run the team now. The Vikings, another team, they um did some. They got Justin Jefferson, you know, because the Eagles were dumb. Yeah, uh, but the Vikings don't scare me. No, I know they but, don't. As long as Kirk Cousins is quarterback, they don't scare me. But even though they did kick us out of the playoffs, I don't know what the hell that was about. Well, okay. that was just that was 
a bad performance on Drew's part. Like, you know, the, the sack fumble, the, the other thing. And then the defense fell apart at the end of the game, too. That's, that's well, what that was. Well, I mean, you can argue, one could argue, that his man did push off to receive that ball. Okay, that one. Not called. Yeah, yeah, no, you could. But I'm just saying, it doesn't get to that point if Adam Thielen doesn't make that incredible catch to get them down to the goal line. And and that's my point when it comes to us getting beat on overhead. I feel like that really needs to be our emphasis in the offseason and free agents. And they added Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins, but he's not really like, I don't know if he's... beat Malcolm Jenkins in the playoffs a few years ago. Who? That game we played the Eagles like uh, two years ago in the playoffs, it was Malcolm Jenkins that got beat on oh, overhead. Yeah. yeah, that's true, that's true. That if you would have turned around and caught that ball or intercepted that ball, they win the game. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I know he came from us. And I remember when we got him back, he was like, okay. And I was like, okay. Right, we'll but, see. But, I mean, it only makes a difference is on them deep balls. If you turn your head around, you make a play on that ball. Right. Without getting a penalty. Mm-hmm. And so. we'll see. And the Bucks might suddenly get in the picture. And if we're talking about deep balls, you got Mike Evans. Even though Tom Brady Mike doesn't Evans throw deep balls, a problem, to be honest, every time we play Tampa, Mike Evans is always a problem. Always like, a problem. Yeah. With Tampa, the problem with them really was sad to say quarterback because half of them games that they lost was because Jameis was rooting for the other team to win, <laughs> throwing right. them balls. That man. I was uh, watching. Somebody okay. said he's thrown more career completions than Taysom Hill to Saints receivers. No, yeah, look, I was just about to say that. ESPN um, on NFL Live, they had a segment, and they were, like, comparing Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. And they were just like, Jameis is already comfortable throwing the Saints players. I was like, oh, come on. He had, like, I mean, seven <laughs> completed passes, and Taysom had, like, four. Yeah, if the shoe fit, which it fit in their gloves. <laughs> but, but, but um, yeah, yeah, you know. There was one HBCU player drafted, just one, in seven rounds. That blew me. Um, and there there were a lot of guys, and I'm like, you know, the pandemic ruined the little HBCU combine that they would have had. I know that was gonna be that was huge. gonna be that was gonna be huge for them, and it ruined it. it. And so that gave me an excuse, and you had one player drafted, and then because uh, Dion was head steering that, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. he he was putting it out there, but like the NFL was running it, but like he was he well, was well, yeah, but he was like the the voice of the it, spokesman, yeah, happening. Uh-huh. yeah. But, um, yeah, the now they did get a bunch of guys who were signed as undrafted free agents. Uh-huh. But, like, one guy drafted, considering, like, what Darius Leonard did a year ago, considering what Tariq Cohen has done the last few years, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it was that, that was a little surprising to me. That was, that was a little... A little bit. I mean, not completely, but just a little bit. I just really feel like they be sleeping on these players. I mean, look at all the, the bomb players that be coming from NCAT, you know? They, That's what I'm they saying. Be you they telling be me sleeping on them. there were four punters drafted, but not... Right. But but you're going to tell me y'all couldn't draft no HBCU players, but y'all draft... There were four punters and a long snap. Yeah, and the league is... Not only that, but the league is in cahoots with these, these big teams, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like SEC, Big 12, all of them. Um, to get those players because coming out of high school, they're heavily recruited there. And what schools do you want to go to? You want to go to the sexy schools where you know you're going to get looks at, you know, to make it to the league. For it to have been a draft that took place, um, obviously, in everybody's home, this is one of the best drafts that, I mean, even draft class, period. But it's one of the best drafts that I've seen executed in a minute, honestly. Um, 
the picks were fire. Yes, they the, were. The shocking elements were fire, you know? Uh, I was honestly thoroughly impressed. And a lot of, like I said, even like the shockers that we talked about from um, Green Bay and the Eagles, I, I like these moves, you know? Yeah. So, if the season can commence, and hopefully it will, um, it should be a fire season, honestly. Yeah, I, um... I just want to say my top two people out of each um, of the out of the conferences I got uh, for the NFC. I got the NFC South being the the toughest division, and for the AFC, I also got the AFC South being the toughest division. Within the AFC, every other team is kind of like, oh, you, you kind of know who's going to be at the top because yeah. the other teams underneath them are still building. You know, these are the only teams that I can see are already kind of formidable. Colts, formidable. Titans, formidable. Uh, well, you got the Jags. The Jags will last. But <laughs> right. Well, you got the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> between those top three, you know, it's right. kind of like it's up for grabs. Even though I think Houston, with- Houston might take a step right. back this year. I think because I mean not just because they traded DeAndre Hopkins, but they it's a lot of other things that I'm seeing that I'm not liking. And Bill O'Brien is not. I was about to say Bill O'Brien it. is going to single handedly screw the Houston's over. And plus, Deshaun Watson's fifth year option got picked up, so this might be his final year that. in Houston. So, yeah, Houston is a lot riding on this season for yeah. them. Now, my my lasting impressions. First mm-hmm. of all. Like I said, I'm a Dolphins fan now <laughs> because of their... <laughs> is this on the record, off the record? This is... No, this on... Well, like a side fan. Like, you know, I'm rooting for the Dolphins, you know, because I'm rooting for that three-headed black monster. Um, my other things are that, like you said, this draft was deep. It was very surprising how, like, at least the first 15 picks were all in order. Like, nobody traded up. This draft was really deep, and that's, I guess, an indic- and that's part of why people felt like they didn't have to trade up is because of how mm-hmm. deep this draft was, um, yeah. even into, like, the third and fourth and fifth rounds. Um, I think that individually, the Skins, I think this is one of their better drafts they've had in a long time. Um, and, of course, it's easy to look good on paper. It's all about what you do when the season starts. But um, it's, it's a lot of good players. Uh and most importantly, I think that next year has to happen because it's going to be fire. Like, the two best teams in the AFC just keep getting better. It's it's them and then it's everybody else. Like, it, it's anybody's game, I think. So that's kind of what I got from this. But, but yeah, this here has been the play-by-play analysis. It's Devin Nash, BSK, play-by-play. If you know, you know. If you don't know, don't worry about it. And I gotta go. I'm gonna see y'all when I see y'all. Deuces.